The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Thursday, the new Stop. Monday. You know, we do Monday and Tuesday, take a break on Wednesday, come back Thursday and Friday, finish up the week. Kwame Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Demery Lachey is in the studio. Yes, sir, I'm here. All right. It sound like you I'm here, live in effect. It don't sound live. Let's do it. We may have on the show we November. Live. I say I sound live. Oh. We live. Oh, yeah, yeah. The show's live, definitely. Globally, might I add. We might have on the show, or we will have on the show, uh, Shannon from uh, Fit Mom Diet. You can go to the web page and check her out and, and get prepared for that show. That may be the November 4th or the 7th. I'm thinking the 4th. Uh, November 2nd. Don't forget the time change. The show that is now, well, Arizona, I should say. You normally listen to us at 9 a.m. You will be listening to us at 10 a.m. East Coast-wise, it's still 12. It's still... 10, I guess, or 10 or 9 on the Pacific. But here in Arizona, the time will be moving to 9, oh, I'm sorry, 10 a.m., which is great. I don't have to fight traffic. Yes. I can get a decent workout or walkout on. I got my workout clothes now and my beanie, plus it's cold in the studio. Yeah, you can actually get a full workout (laughs) in, a shower, you know, if you need it. I'm never going to need a shower. Okay. I'm never going to need that. Just making sure. I'm self-showered. Uh, my body keeps me at the smell it needs to be. At all times. At all times. November 4th, okay. <laughs> Shannon from Fit Mom Diet would be in the studio. Her and her, um, what is it, her co-worker, I believe so. They would be here to talk about uh, what's going on with them uh, as far as the um, the health and beauty uh, business that they do. Before we get into the show, we got a lot of show to talk about. There's a game tonight, right? Denver Broncos? Yes, yeah, big game tonight. Broncos and the New England uh, Patriots, Patriots at New England. Do you know why does it always seem like Peyton Manning is in New England? Tom Brady never travels <laughs> to Peyton Manning. I no, it, it does with. seem that way, but they're they're about even because I remember when the Manning Brady era first kicked off, Brady was always in Indianapolis. Was the, he? The game it was about three out of three out of four was in Indianapolis, so Brady's starting to get his fair share towards the end. But it doesn't matter. I think Peyton Manning won the last two or three meetings anyway. Did he? But he didn't win the Super Bowl. Okay. They didn't play each other in the Super no, Bowl. No, they Between didn't. The but I'm just Manning saying, Brady we're talking era. about the two best quarterbacks in the game. Well, is there other two, another two, in your opinion? That are better than them, Them two, two right. Are there, other, there are two other quarterbacks. Or maybe throw one in the mix to, to let's say, Manning one. No. Let's say Brady one, Manning two. Is there another quarterback you can put at one or two? Uh, no, not at all. I thought Drew Brees, but 
Yeah. Man, I don't know what, what happened this season. I don't know what happened either. I don't know what happened. You either. don't get that out of Manning or Brady ever. The not way that the, bad. Yeah, not the way. Man, I mean, he played good, what, Sunday night? You think Brady and Manning will win on the road anywhere they go? Of course, yeah. You don't think that with Drew Brees because the stigma is that he can only win in a dome or indoor right. facility. And and I know, we all know, the caliber player Drew Brees is. He's a top, a top five guy. Right. But to combat, to argue the fact that he's not, he couldn't be that one or two guy. Yeah. Because of his game doesn't travel. Or his team, he travels, his team doesn't travel. Right. Yeah, you know Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you know they're going to put up a great <laughs> – Offensive performance, you got you kind of hesitate with like Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. You like ah oh, they they could depending on the team that they play. If Aaron Rodgers traveling to <laughs> say New Orleans and you know you kind of be like oh, I don't know if Drew Brees travel to uh, Buffalo, Chicago, it's like or Cleveland at right. that. You kind of go ah. Oh, Here's know. why I won't put Aaron Rodgers in that, in that one and two category, and I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. He how he got blowed out last week in New Orleans. They tried. I don't know who was calling the plays. I don't know why they was calling the plays they were calling. They was trying too much stuff. It was almost like they didn't respect New Orleans. That okay, whatever they score, we'll come back and score ourselves. First uh, or secondly, is that the first game of the season, Aaron Rodgers, one of the elite quarterbacks in the game, decides not to throw to Richard Sherman's side. I I, that, I can't get past that. Yeah. You got Jordy Nelson over there. Take a chance. You don't know this guy. Jordy Nelson can hold his own. Richard Sherman is who he is. He's that top corner. He's one of those top corners in the game. But but you got so much. You put so much stock in Jordy Nelson. He's he's targeted more than anybody in the league. Right. I got to take that chance now. Richard Sherman's not Dion, but he he's the he's what you will have as one of those lockdown corners as a, a Revis Dion. Um, who else? You know, Aeneas. But there's some young guys, Joe Hayden. There's mm-hmm. some young guys in the league right now playing corner that can be that lockdown guy. That he he travels, that, that they travel. Rich Sherman doesn't travel. He stays on the left side. I seen him travel a little bit Sunday. Yeah, and uh, um, he went in the slot, though. He didn't go outside to the. Uh, I did see him go outside. I didn't see that. When it, I uh, saw him travel, he on, but he was he came across because there was nothing. To, if he was in man coverage, if they were in man coverage, was, the only time he traveled, they rarely play man. But yeah. when he came in man, he was the inside guy. Yeah. In case he went back in motion, then he'd end up in his regular spot. Well, I seen him with uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Um, he was traveling with Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin the whole game. From what I seen, I mean, yeah, I did see him catch him a few times in the slot. Yeah, if Benjamin was out the game or whatnot, but yeah, for pretty much he followed Kevin Benjamin. Benjamin, uh, you know, he was suspended or not suspended, but uh, he was in punishment, I guess you could say, for the first quarter. This broke some team rules or whatever. Maybe stayed out too late the night before or two nights before. But when he entered the game in the second quarter, uh, Sherman was on him. But I think Benjamin got the best in that matchup. Well, Sherman got on him because he was Benjamin's coming in cold. Well, of course, I put my best corner and lock him down. He he, he can't be able to get off coming off the bench doing nothing. <laughs> but he sh- for sure did. Yeah, he, he took <laughs> off. <laughs> he took off on Sherman plenty of times. I mean, well, the 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 conversation is yeah. The conversation is out of the quarterbacks, and we we end up in Sherman's uh, <laughs> corner. That um, always happens. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. The the, the conversation. It seemed like to me that. Peyton Manning always travels to Tom Brady. Now, I don't know who you put as the elite quarterback who's the better quarterback, but if you go by the numbers, Tom Brady is the better quarterback. 
Absolutely not. If you go by if you go by the numbers, if you go by why you play this game, the ultimate reason to play this game, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is to win Super Bowls. Absolutely. Then to get paid. Absolutely. Winning Super Bowls Tom Brady's done has that. little on your huh. overall numbers, though. Yeah, because Peyton Manning numbers, numbers game, are out. Peyton Manning he's one and two game. of everything. He has the numbers. If you're talking championships, well, yeah. I'm talking championships because that's all. This, that's all, that's the only Brady. thing that matters in football. Belichick oh, and, and, and Brady, sports. yeah. They, they they do have more rings than Peyton Manning himself. Now, that's not taking away from Peyton Manning's glory. but the, though, And it's mostly the fans do this or the pronosticators of, of who watch a lot of sports, who watch a lot of football. Uh, they say, well, this guy cannot win in the playoffs, Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning gets to the this he's been to three Super Bowls. He's won yeah. one. He gets to the Super Bowl. He gets to he, gets he, to he wins Bowl. in the playoffs. He gets to the AFC championships. Right. He he wins. It's so just, that's why it's, you know this opinion based show that everybody does and, and call themselves and they talk about sports. They might read an article before they come on air or and go off that. But and you watching the game, you watch Peyton Manning do everything it takes to get there. Everything it takes, and he just don't win because that you know what the team across from him is better, overall a better team. Yeah. Now I don't know you what happened. Beat, yeah, you can't beat the overall team by yourself. Right. I don't know what happened in that Super Bowl last year where they got destroyed. It looked like the whole squad, Peyton Manning, and everybody was nervous. Body language, a lack of leadership. I mean, Peyton Manning whole demeanor. You usually see him come back on the sideline, getting guys' faces, and you know pump guys up. If some you know some bad goes on, guy fumbles. Peyton Manning, you know he. Rod riding in the guy's face like how he did uh, Julius Thomas a few weeks ago. Oh, I would have cussed him out if I was Julius Thomas. And then Super Bowl time, it was just like, okay, guys, come on. Like, you you heard yeah. the mic, you know, you, he was mic'd up. So you just hear, hey, guys, we'll get back in it. He wasn't that raw, raw type Peyton Manning. So, and this is the biggest stage of the season. You're not of, supposed of to season. change. It's the biggest stage. So, you just, yeah, exactly. You're supposed to keep your demeanor, keep your level. Like, hey, this is just another ball game. Because that's how I know you. That's where I know you as. And that's that where guy. you get. Uh, some of the fire When your leader Brady. change Everybody looks around And they tend to change right. They tend to figure out What's going on By that time You're down 21 points Exactly And he did the same thing With New Orleans You know Once you see a leader Not really raw raw Putting his head down Looking confused What do you think Everybody else gonna do Right Right Well there was a game Last night That had some huge Implications on Who's what And championship was The Kansas City Royals Unfortunately Lose to the San Francisco Giants 3-2, great game. First time it's ever happened in a World Series 7 game Yeah, that the um, visiting team wins that game. It was a good game all the way through. As we predicted, uh, Baumgartner wins the uh, World Series MVP, rightfully yeah. so. He comes in, and uh, he comes in, uh, I think, around the fifth inning and just shut it and down. just shut it down. <laughs> just shut it down. And, that's, and that was a great strategy because we thought, who we thought somebody else would be pitching. Right. He comes in, and I said, if you got two great pitchers, Two highly accomplished pitchers, regardless of what their age is, they going to get it done. Because I remember uh, Fernando Valenzuela, uh, uh, or was it Valentina? Valenzuela um, for mm-hmm. the Dodgers. This mm-hmm. guy was like 49 still pitching and still effective. But Bumgarner comes in and get it done. And he just pitched a, a day before, I, I believe so. But two you, days. Yeah. Two days before. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what it is. You're only going to pitch 25 if you get to the World Series. 30 games a year, you got to get on the mound. Yeah. You have to get on the mound. No if doubt you're my about be- it. You might one of my ace guys. He gets MVP. San Francisco Giants in five years win three World Series championships. That, that's, that's towards a dynasty. Manager Bochy, 
Hall of Fame talk. Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I, I don't know why, because he's won before. You you gotta you you need to have him in the Hall of Fame talk. Yeah. Not only does he won, I mean, look at the decisions that he made. He he threw Bumgarner in what? Less than forty eight hours, I guess you could say. Throwing him right back on the mound. Oh, and I would too. And I mean that's just an incredible decision. Like this guy, you know, it, it, he's human as well. And at a competitive level, you know, you you've been a professional athlete yourself. If you're doing your sport, if you're doing what you do, and then you only get two days of rest, <laughs> not even that, and you get thrown back in the fire at the game seven, like, and you just come in there and just shut it down. But see, I think that's only tough if you are another decision. If you're another position, if you at another position, see a pitcher throughout the year, you may have four, you may have four days to rest. But in the World Series, you can forget, you can rest after the seven games. Mm-hmm. So, what's the World Series about? A week and a half, yeah. so a week and a half of uh, play, you can rest after that. I'm putting it all out on the line because at that point it becomes mental. You have right. the tools. Your arm does. Every, everything gets tired, but everybody's tired. But as a pitcher, as a pitcher, you have to go out there and mentally be prepared. As a as a any other position, you go out there and physically have to get it done. Right. But Bumgarner, this, this is why we're talking about him as the MVP. This oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he, he pitched, what, two full games in the World Series and come back in the game seven and just dominate for the last five innings of the ball game. And you know who we just used to Straight up about? dominate. No no runs were scored. I mean, that's the part I understand. You, you're playing against a pitcher who already pitched two games for the Royals. I mean, they're, they're, the Royals are going to bounce back next season. They're, you, they're, you think so? I hope so. Yeah, because they're a young I'm bunch. Gonna go, I'm going to go Royals out on my gear okay. this year. You should. I think you should. Yeah, I'm gonna go I, I wouldn't out of my gear. I'm gonna get everything they uh they're not gonna sell. They're not shit. gonna make no trades. They're not gonna make no free so agent movements. So they can all add to it. Exactly. They're all gonna add to this experience that they all had together, and it's just gonna make them even better next season. Add, adding to the um, Kansas City Royals could make them guys if they got the same passion because they play like they didn't know better. They play right. like when they got on bases, it was lights out. Yeah, and the best thing that could ever happen so to the some, Royals, I think. Is losing a game seven three two against a dominant pitcher because that's going to settle out. in. Oh, so, yeah. Instead of getting blown out, they got blown out in a game. So was it game five? Yeah, game five, game one. I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I mean, if you think about, it, if they got blown out. They put up, gave up ten plus runs or even eight plus runs in the, in the game seven. That's going to put your confidence pretty low for the rest of the offseason with a young bunch of you know young core group of players. With a three-two loss, you can just say, you know, we're we're that close. They had a runner on third base. Man. We were that close. You remember? You remember? Uh, that's that, that, that's a lot of fire under you, so so deep. Like when Perez got hurt, when he got hit by a pitch, and mm-hmm. his bottom uh, thigh, back side of the side of his thigh. Yeah, and he got on first base. So the head guy one two, on on first and second. Then uh, who some who came up got a base hit. So that advanced to run into third. Perez didn't move. He went halfway and then went back to first. Mm-hmm. That could they could have got three runs out of that inning right there, and they would have been up three two, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. A little stuff like that, and within that game and that inning, I think that was the f- fourth, top of the fourth, top of the fourth, bottom of the fourth. Yeah, that they had that situation, and Perez never advanced as far as running, but he had just got hit by a pitch also. So. Uh, that that situation right there, I, I go back and I look and say, well, if he could have run, if he could have advanced, 
they could have got two runs out of that inning, which would have made it. Instead of it was a 2-1 lead, San Fran, they tied it up in that inning. Perez got hit on some sacrifices. If Perez could have advanced, right. they would have had a 3-2 lead. Absolutely. And it might have stayed right there. Absolutely. And even it came down to the bottom of the night when Drew Gordon got that last hit, that his last triple. Mm. I think that should have been inside the park on run. I mean, you had a guy who made an error on the play and also a guy bobbled the ball against the wall. And you could kind of tell when Drew Gordon, you know, he first made contact coming around the base, it kind of eased up a little bit. Not, not, not saying, you know, because you're used to seeing guys making a normal routine play. The center fielder misjudged it, got right. behind him. I think if you're taking off, it's two outs. Or, yeah, you're working with two outs, just take off, see what happens. Now, you you um, you, you talked about the uh, the Royals being that team again. You're talking about when Gordon had two hits in that game too. But you talk about the Royals being that team again. What do – what are they going to need? Maybe it was just an um, experience of going through this. Right. They haven't been there since 1985, which was great. Now, I told you three weeks ago I was in Kansas. I was in Kansas City, and then I went down to Lawrence. Just the atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. anywhere you go, any city, state you go to, if your team is winning, your major team that you like. Now, now let's say we're in Canada and it's hockey. If your hockey team is winning, it just changed the whole complex of complexity of that city that town that state that Mm -hmm. community or neighborhood it changes everything because everybody has a different feel there's no animosity there's no gripe there's no I'm gonna have a bad day today when Mm -hmm. your team is winning and I think that atmosphere is still in Kansas City Mm -hmm. I think definitely that atmosphere being there five times winning three times San Francisco Giants and San Fran Mm -hmm. I think Barry Bonds being a part of the staff on this one as far as in the office he gets that ring Mm-hmm. Gets another ring, or gets a ring. What does the Kansas City real quick? What are they? What are they needing to do? Or maybe it was just the experience to go through this to get them over that hump. Yeah, I mean, off the field in the mindset, I think uh, the gain of experience, the gain of more confidence in each other, uh, being confident with one another. Uh, I think that that's the biggest thing um, that they gained thus far throughout this whole process of going to the World Series. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to see how they handle success. You know, now the buzz around Kansas City, around any city that they go to next season, it's going to be a lot of pats on the back. How do you handle that with a young, experienced, uh, you know, a younger core group of team? And they're going to get a lot of uh, pats on the back. And also, I think batting. They need to get better at batting. And the, the bullpen is incredible. They're, they're very deep and loaded at the bullpen and young. So I think just hitting um, for, you know, more consistently because they went up and down during the season. Just getting hit more consistently will definitely make this team unstoppable, I think. 888-346-9144. We're going to take a quick break. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk, Demi Lachey in the studio. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, Spider Man and Freeze in full effect. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, Dale? I'm ready. I'm ready, got you. Oh, yeah. Girl, I must See, I sound just like this. Yeah, I know. I've seen you in the video. I'm yeah. I've seen you. I've seen your little part in the video. I remember that. Come last sports talk. 888-346-9144 This is a live Thursday show Jeremy Lachey in the studio Let me ask you a question Before we get back into sports No, we talked to Kansas City Royce Giants We're going to move on from there We'll get into some uh, Football and basketball But real quickly I think I think every day I'm going to have a Because we have to drive here And I see some stuff coming in So every day I might have a Just off the wall question For you Okay If you see Somebody on the side of the road holding up a sign wanting something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they got a cigarette in their hand. Do you give them a dollar or you just <laughs> you just keep going? Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell you why. Let me, let me tell you why I asked you this question. What? You know how much cigarettes cost? Yeah, I know how much. So yeah. I don't know how yes. they got their cigarette, but they bought those cigarettes. I mean, you can buy strays, I guess you can. Because I mean, growing up, let me bomb a stray off you. Or you go get go to the store and get me two, three cigarettes. Right. Two, three cigarettes? What's that, like 25 cents? <laughs> <laughs> then, but if you got a pack of cigarettes, you know how much cigarettes cost, and you on the corner with a sign. All right. I'm, I'm asking because I'm feeling convicted, but I got some. I'm feeling a certain way because I used to always feel bad, you know, passing people who and, and not giving them a dollar. I got a dollar change right here. Got about fifteen dollars a quarters and a change right here in my ashtray. Right. And you never know who's who. You never know which angel you be serving. Mm-hmm. Now. A guy or a girl, male or female, holding up a sign, had a pack of cigarettes or maybe a cigarette in their mouth. Don't you got to to do better? You got to break old habits. That cigarette could be a habit. You, it costs a lot of money yeah. for to buy a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I mean. It's about $8. Yeah, you could have used, <laughs> used that, that money gone elsewhere than a pack of cigarettes. But, I mean, that is. The smoking what you do is not legal. It's not legal to smoke cigarettes. Oh, so no, I'm not talking about the legalities of it. I'm saying mm-hmm. if you can have a pack of cigarettes, then you don't need to hold that sign up. That's eight dollars. <laughs> that is a that's probably what do cigarettes cost today? I don't know. Oh, Jay, Jay, you know. I, I stay away from cigarettes. Huh. I have no clue. But let me look up how much cigarettes cost. Oh, well, we're not. I'm look, I'm not looking at that because that's not really a, what we're going to talk about. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it just caught you off guard. It. it I mean. So you pulled out your change, you pulled down the window, you was like, oh, 
No, I, no I'm never going to. Really? <laughs> you just pull it off, huh? I'm not going to pull off on you him. Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm going to give you the money. I'll give him a tip. Just don't touch my lip. <laughs> don't bum bump me. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> if, if um if I get my hand out to give you money, I'm going to give it to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might say something like, you know, maybe you want to stop smoking. Yeah. You can't give a, a guy on the side of the road a. Um, I agree with that. You can't give them food. They want money. Yeah. You give them food, they're going to throw that back at you. Yeah. What are I ask for this? This sign says change <laughs> money. I don't know. It's some creative sign. Sometimes I give because the signs are so creative. Guys have some creative signs out there. One guy, I just knew I wasn't giving to him. He looked like a model. Well shaved. What? Yeah, man. Well shaved, uh, groomed up. Then I see these 60 minute shows about um about these guys that one guy made like two hundred thousand in New York and mm-hmm. he works on Wall Street. But as soon as he leaves Wall Street, he goes on the streets and bums. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I see that a lot too. Man. That's why I don't I That's why you don't I stay away. Him. Yeah, that's part of the reason. I'm like, well, this guy probably got a better job than I do. Mm. I'm probably roll down the window and say, Hey, I'm 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 looking for the same thing. <laughs> Don't here's, a, here's a tip. <laughs> yeah, don't a, do it with a cigarette around you, or, right? Or a bottle of liquor. Do All right. Don't forget November second, the time change. November fourth, Shannon and her partner, Fit Mom Diet, will be in the studio. We think in November fourth, uh, no later than November seventh. You can go to. They actually have a Facebook page, Fit Mom Diet. Go check that out. Health and beauty, uh, good stuff. We're going to talk about that. Incorporate that into some sports. Um, Cause I am on a process of uh, you know I do isogenics quamalasseter.isogenics dot com go to it right. uh, are you fat I mean oh did I say that yeah you said that I meant facts okay. are you fact finders mm-hmm. you need to know about the uh, product then go 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 check the product out you know what kills me about that, that? everyone everyone's trying to get healthy and football and, and athletes themselves got to stay healthy everyone wants to get healthy but then they come to you and they want you to, they want to they want you. They want to be a part of that, but they don't. It sounds good coming out their mouth. You good see them like, like in anything, man. Anything you do, you don't. You don't find. So they that. don't practice what they preach. Like someone come up know. to you and say, "You know what? I'm. I see I the athletes know, on TV. I want to keep my body in shape. Oh yeah, and, that type of stuff. Yeah, that that. Yeah. Like my, then you give them a little. So, so I ain't giving them. I'm not giving them. Yeah, huh? Do this, do that. Yeah, oh, if you need yeah. me, I work out with you. I right, help you out. Right. But um, and they don't call you for a year. Yeah, like, I guess, remember that time we were supposed to work out. It, it's on me now. Yeah, <laughs> it's on me. Oh, you never called me. Right. I said you don't want overweight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want eating cheeseburgers every every day. Right. I had a burger last night. Uh. It was a veggie burger. My first burger in a long time it was a veggie burger. It was so good. Veggie burger. Yeah, man. You don't eat. I, I try not to go. And I love smash burgers, but I had a veggie burger mm-hmm. last night. All right, let me stop boring people. We talked about Tom Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. We talked about Tom Brady being better than Peyton Manning, uh, championship wise, number wise. Peyton Manning blowing everybody out the door. Tannehill's getting tips from Miami's great Dan Marino. Here's why I like that. And here's why I don't. I like it because it makes you better. You always go to the greats. Like uh, Gary Player wants to talk, talk to Tiger Woods mm-hmm. for a minute, just for a minute. Mm-hmm. So he can get Tiger Woods back because he he understands that, and and he did did say Tiger Woods is a huge part of what golf is going and what they where they've been and what he's doing in the game, because he makes everybody money. Even if you done playing, he makes everybody money. So I would want that guy. Here's why I like 
for Tannehill to talk to Dan Marino because he's a Miami great. He was mm-hmm. one of the great quarterbacks. He is in a Hall of Fame. You get you get some pointers. Whatever helps you, take it and run with it. Whatever, don't throw it away and keep moving. And then learn from somebody else. There's more great quarterbacks. There's more um, great st- students of the game or great coaches that you could go to. And Dan right. Marino being one of them, uh, hopefully he's one of them. Here's why I don't like it. Because I don't need him messing up my fantasy. I don't need you putting something mechanics in him. Wait a that minute. That's not going to mess with my fantasy. I'm a manager, too. It could enhance it, your fantasy. It, it could. That's why I like Dan it. Marino. I said I, said if, I like if it. If fantasy was back in the 90s when Dan Marino was be, eating up the— I have about, Oh, my goodness. I have about $80 million if I had uh, if I knew fantasy was going to be Dan Marino probably had him on his fantasy. He said, look, Ryan, <laughs> let's yeah, talk. Yeah, I need to fix this. No, but I, I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying, though. It could <laughs> I don't mess up some mechanics. Yeah, I don't mess up my mechanics early in, this, in the season. Now, they got the San Diego Chargers coming to Miami, so right. hey, I need you just to play. Get the ball to Wallace. Uh, run the football. Get the ball to Wallace. <laughs> Get the ball to Wallace. Run the football. Hopefully Wallace he's, can catch it. Yeah, he's not. Wallace not even passes. in my. Yeah, that's true. And he complained about it. He had like three seasons in a row. He led the NFL in drops. And that used to be Terrell Owens. That used to be T.O. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. That definitely. used to be T.O. He would drop the ball all the time, but then he had a great but play. But he have <laughs> NFL leading right. touchdowns and whatever. So, But, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like. You don't want to mess up your your mechanics of what you're known for, but to get tips from like a Dan Marino guy who's been in the organization for years and turn the organization to a, to where it's at now uh, after Don Shula seventy two Dolphins, it's yeah you you got to take that you got to take that run with it get that advice and uh, experience throw that experience around with your teammates and let them know you know that it builds the team's confidence. Now what I do like about Ryan Tannehill going against the San Diego game. Do you? Is yeah. What I like about Tannehill is that he he's aggressive, more running the ball now. They got him doing well, yeah, read Texas option now. Yeah, he was yeah. Texas A&M came in as a receiver or came in as quarterback, play receiver. Right. Then went back to finish up his last season at quarterback. But you know what was, what was great about him get drafted real quick mm-hmm. as you, before you yeah, finish top ten pick. Yeah, he was, but he was a top ten pick because the coach that was at Miami they run the same offense as Texas A&M. So he would have right, came in. And, right. He would have came in and fit right into the offense. You know how you got to wait till a quarterback, uh, unless you Ryan Luck, uh, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. How you wait till a quarterback to be productive? Because it took Peyton Manning a while. Peyton Manning laid the lead in interceptions his first year, but look what how great he learned from all that. Yeah. But Ryan Tannehill came in into that same offense. He just had to get comfortable because I think they had Pendleton there, maybe Chad Pendleton, one of those guys there, one of those yeah, Chad Henney. there. Oh, Chad yeah, Henney or Chad, Chad Pendleton. Yeah, one of those guys. But you you were saying the reason you like him is he he's using his athletic ability now. Uh, the coordinator there has let him be the athlete that I thought he was going to bring into the NFL because you know when he first came in, it, he was kind of structured just to throw the ball. Just, I didn't like that. I'm like this guy. He played receiver. Let him sight some guys run. out. Let him run. He can let, run. Let him be. Yeah, he's, he he can. And he did a lot. He showed it out. He showed out last week of running the ball and against San Diego. Uh, Chargers defense who's mm-hmm. very aggressive, who's going to bite against the run a lot uh, with against Lamar Miller because they know once Lamar Miller get the ball in his hands, but uh, you have to be able to run against the Chargers and you got to be exactly. consistent. Let's say you get fifty yards against the tar- Chargers, right? You better have about thirty-five uh, rushing attempts. You got to have a exactly. commitment to run so everything else works. And Lamar and then, can get about twenty touches, and Ryan Tannehill, I think he should get about ten to fifteen. He because 
he better slide or get out of bounds. No, Sean Moreno, he's out for the season. Too. Yeah, he was he was out. So you don't want there. to put too much on Lamar Miller's shoulders, and because he's a small back, he's not going to carry a load like a Demarco Murray. But you know, he um, Ryan Tannehill can show out more. Well, I hope Moreno does give him something that that makes him that much better. Because every year, every game, you should get better. Yeah. After the game, you should get better. Film study, you should get better. If you if you are about your business and how you go about your business yeah. and anything, you should get better in it. I think he will. I, I think he will bring that when he get once he gets back because his, his first game with the Dolphins, he took off. Mm-hmm. He had over 120 rushing yards. And yeah, he, but you know what? He was he didn't know what he was doing. He was he, no. he he knew the offense to a degree, but he was scared. He was probably scared to throw those interceptions. Mm-hmm. And and you a fan of Miami Dolphins? You watch your quarterback throw interceptions. You you. You uh, you go crazy, right? But you forget he has to learn from this. Let's see if he learned from this. And and anything from the first time or the, you do it to the second time, it's a great learning curve, right? From the first game to the second game, from the first year to the second year, that's a great learning curve. So the thing about fanatics are they're not patient enough. Fans will see something and say, "Well, let's see if we can put things around this guy." They got Wallace from Pittsburgh, which oh, yeah. Pittsburgh was crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, so that helped out. Yeah. Their defenses have been good for, for a while now. Uh, serviceable, keep them in the ball games. My thing is, I'm sitting in my fantasy 5-3. So, Moreno, <laughs> you help him and don't hurt him. Don't hurt me. I'm managing this, this J-Hulk, NBC, 1060, Ruth Chris Challenge. I'm in third place, and on 5-3, I should be 7-1. Now, I'm playing against a team that's 1-7. That might have a chance to beat me. You want to tell you who they have? Who they got? Okay, you do. <laughs> Their quarterback is Brian Hoyer. Running back is Ben Tate. D'Angelo Williams, who haven't played. He probably played this week. Who mm-hmm. cares? Eric Decker. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> A.J. Green. He may come back this week. Jordan Reed. Pierre Garçon. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But his bench is Mont- uh, Monty, Be- Monty Bell. Mm-hmm. Anthony Dixon, Lorenzo Talaferro, uh, Malcolm Floyd, Percy Harvin, and Jim Dre. That's his bench. Mm-hmm. So you look at his team, and you think uh, this is why he's one and seven. This is the reason why he's one and seven. But now you look at my team. Let me get to my team. Get to them Jayhawks, them boys. Yeah. Now, my team is... Mr. GM of the year, huh? I, I should be, because I don't even like... Uh, see, Ryan, Ryan I'm going to start in Ryan, because I'm, I'm done with Cam Newton. Cam Newton played too much. He He's not serious. He got a great... Re- he got a pretty good receiver that if he stay on that path, he can be great. Oh, yeah. And Cam Cam knows it. Cam got him in the back pocket. They they conversate. They become better friends and on the field and off the field. You I know, just, you hear little stories, little rumors going around, but I, Cam yeah, is but definitely was in Atlanta. To, what is it, yeah, Atlanta? Yeah, it, it went to Atlanta. Kevin Benjamin said, I've never been to an Atlanta, uh, Atlanta before. So it's a reason Cam why Newton Cam Newton needs to keep him, him out of trouble. Don't expose him to anything. You ever see um, – <laughs> So <laughs> you can't it? go to Atlanta now by himself? <laughs> no, because he don't know how to act. He wouldn't know what to do. You stay out of trouble. You got a you got a 15-year career. Do that thing for 15 years instead of getting in trouble for 15 years. And maybe he's not a kid. Maybe he was raised by his grandparents. Maybe he's raised by great parents. Maybe he was raised in a, oh, he just know better. Yeah. I just don't want to, I just hate to see, and this is really when I use the word hate. I hate to see a great talent, great kids, people with the world in their hands, get in trouble for no reason. 
Just because, and then the person that introduced him was nowhere to be found. Like Tiger Woods got in, used to get, was getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Who was introducing him to that trouble? Or oh, he was around these guys. He was around Jordan, Barkley, uh, Green. He was around a lot of guys. And we didn't hear about that before that. Then mm-hmm. Tiger got in trouble. But anyway, my team, Ryan Tannehill. I'm done with Cam. Jamal Charles. That's good. That's I know. So far, I'm that's good. Huge right there. This is the GM in me. About and, and who, here's who weeks. I got. Um, here's who I have as a um, behind Jamal. Brandon Oliver. Okay. For San Diego, mm-hmm. come, come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. T. Y. Hilton. Okay. Randall Cobb. Now let me tell you, I'm five and three. Now you, you think I should be more? I just picked up a tight end. But I, I, my defense is Buffalo. They got a – you laughing at – wait a minute, projected scores. See, I'm projected to get 89 points. He's right. projected to get 109. That, that's that's going to change because I'm missing some people. I just picked up um, – let me tell you who I picked up. I picked up a tight end out of uh, – I got San Francisco as my backup defense. Okay. They coming to play because they're getting some guys back. I got Chris Ivory. Man, yeah, I'm about to ball out. <laughs> and I got the um, – I picked up out of the draft. I mean, I picked off off waivers. He, I don't know why this guy was on the sideline for um, Pittsburgh. Who is he? The receiver. Marcus Wheaton? No. Antonio Brown? Anto- no. Oh, oh, Martavius Bryant. Yep, Martavius Bryant. Got him. Well, because he – he was not an act in the first five weeks of the football. We're now look I mean, at him. He was getting little playing time, but yeah, he took Take off a look at Indianapolis. Me now. So he's a big target too. What is he about <laughs> six five? It's a big boy. He about six four, something like that. Did you say blazing four? speed? Four or four? I say four. He's six four. He's <laughs> six four. He's six four. Dude, that's a niner. He's a big now? target. Who the Niners play this weekend? You talk about their defense and they're getting a lot of guys back, which is true and. Okay, uh, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm just trying to think. I, San Francisco, Forty ers They got to win because the Giants just won, so they got to win. They can't be right. that. They can't be that team. They play. They lost to the Jet, the Denver. They had a bye. They played St. Louis, a conference game. Hmm, okay. They played a division game. You gotta be careful with them Rams, man. The Rams. I said Fisher? it, man. Coach I said Fisher? it. Jeffers is a great. Is a. Pretty good coach. Fisher, you got to be careful with him, man. Now, I said the, 40, the, the St. Louis Rams was going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. They lost Sam Bradford again. Yeah. Again. Man, that's... Guaranteed $50 million. Lost Bradford again. They got the St. Louis Rams. I think this game is in St. Louis. <laughs> no, no, this game is in San Fran. This, okay. This is why I get them. Okay. But they getting... Defensively, they're getting guys back. Mm-hmm. So they got to... Um, they got to tighten up on defense. They got to tighten up. If you got a, like I'm in a bunch of fantasies, but I don't have no, I don't have any control of them. Right. But the fantasy, uh, this one with the NBC, I'm picking my team. Now I'm in some uh, future for kids. They do a fantasy every year. I'm also in the Cardinals fantasy, and normally I pick the team, but I don't follow them throughout the year like I'm doing this one. Mm-hmm. But we every team every team I'm on or in every fantasy team I'm in. We in one one or two, right? So that's my managerial skills. I'm a great manager. I should be head scout for somebody right now. Stop it! I'm not lying. Head scout. You have Buffalo's defense out there. (laughs) Check Buffalo's defense. (laughs) Check them out. 
Look, just look at throughout I'll the pass. rest of the year. Yeah, your team don't seem to be doing good. You were uh, two and five, ain't you? Three and five. Three and five. Okay, what's the difference? It's One a strong three and five. Man, you should see my our league is incredible. I, they got something to do with you. They don't have nothing to do with anybody else. I mean, my team is nice. You line up at receiver. My you say, oh, nice. this guy's cold. I got, I'm just going to do my best. Is that what you say? Or I'm going to eat him up? <laughs> no, I'm going to see what we're going to do. Quamalize Sports Talk. <laughs> Let's take a break, come back, and finish up the show. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. This is the last segment. Don't bother calling in. You can email us to the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk.com. Demory, what you got? Oh, you know what, Kwame? What's up? Twitter. I got a Twitter, too. Do my Twitter. No, Go I just Twitter. got my LinkedIn. I need to, uh, you just follow Demory Lachey. I got, got a lot of connections, a lot of networking, so I'm big in my LinkedIn. I'm going to, I'm about to start up, you know, my YouTube account with the King Fit Productions. And you you about also, to get clowned. I'm about to start clowning you about no, this, you can't the stuff you me. all talking about you're going to do. You can't clown, clown me because you don't know what I do behind this microphone after I leave the microphone. See, that's just, you the, can't that's clown just me. it. That's just it. I don't. <laughs> so I'm going to clown you on what I do you know. Can't clown so I'm gonna tell you what I do know. How okay. about that? The uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, ruling the world. Speaking of ruling the world, they had a great position, six and one, going into Dallas. At Dallas, that's a one p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Dallas, then they got St. Louis, then they got Detroit. They got a tough schedule coming up because Detroit. And we talked about St. Louis not being a joke. Yeah. Uh, with Fisher over there as the as the coach, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, last week, this week, got Player of the Week for the performance he had against the Philadelphia Eagles, a 24-20 win. Cardinals are the Cardinals are balling. The Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys played last Sunday. That was that Sunday night, mm-hmm. and the Dallas Cowboys lost their. What's that? The first game, and their second game. They lost their second game because they lost their first game against San Fran. I think that was the first game of the season. Tony Romo ends up getting hurt in this game. Uh, my problem with him being hurt 
is that he came back to try to play a game and just really solidify why he might not play this week against this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. And that is not the Cardinals' concern. They have to get ready for whomever. Uh, Brandon Whedon, who played well in the, in the absence of Tony Romo while he was in there getting talked to by the owner. It kills me that Jerry Jones is still – why don't he just sit down somewhere? Why the news conference have to be about him instead of the head coach and Jason Garrett telling us about Tony Romo, which every other team does? You don't see any other owners, per se, being headlined and talking about the players – that the coach knows so much more about. Right. Because you would if think. if you build it, they will grow. I mean. Hey, that's his product. Jerry his Jones. Yeah, exactly. This is my product. I'm taking care of this right here. I'm 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 the one who built how about them Cowboys. How about they don't win any more games? That's not an issue. That's not That is an issue. That is That's not going to happen. They are 6 and 2. They are 6 and uh, 2. Let me get to their schedule. Tony Romo's going to play this Sunday. No, he's not. Without question. He will be crazy not a doubt. this defense. This is Arizona. So you sound like a guy who just got here to Arizona. (laughs) They they got a tough game against the Cardinals this coming up weekend. Let me ask you this, and you can finish real quick. I'm going to ask you real quickly. Come on, man. Uh, Are the 6-1 Arizona Cardinals, in your mind, not a real (laughs) 6-1 team? They are a 6-1 team because they're proving it on the field. I mean, they're proving it. What I thought I was about to hear, and I could be wrong, and I've been wrong before. You were definitely wrong because he cut me off. About 30 years ago, I was wrong. (laughs) Now... It sounded like you was about to say, well, they're they playing against the Arizona Cardinals. Do you know the Arizona Cardinals beat the Dallas Cowboys the last three times? I'm not. That's that why is I'm in the saying, head of the Cowboys. And that's in the head of Tony Romo as well. So he's going to try to do too much. They messed up when they took the ball out. You think Romo hurt. don't want to play in this game? Romo loves the, the national Anybody right. that's hurt want to play, but if you're injured, you need to sit out. He's not injured. Okay. He played. He finished up the game. He gets that little quarter zone shot all, for the week. He's going to come back in. He's going to be in that game on Sunday. Quarter zone shot does nothing, but you can't keep getting those. You had a back injury. You didn't have a leg. You didn't have an arm injury. Quarter zone shots don't <laughs> do no more weak in your ligaments. You keep getting those, your ligaments going to be weak, and you wonder why. He already has a leak week back. He okay. didn't have surgery and all that. Exactly. still didn't injury with it. This is not, you, Take the okay. shot. Get ready for this game See, on Sunday. Because you, you, you at home. You, Jerry you got a great offensive line. You got a great running game. Hopefully, Jason Garrett. How did he get hurt? With that great office line and great running game. Because they didn't use that great office line and running game. He had the ball Towards 18 the times. The game. Yeah. He had the ball 18 times in a, throughout the game. And overtime, that he was got. was fault. He turned around and he only got the ball threw one his time. arms up in the air, got hit. He, that was his fault. Why would you turn your back to anybody? Why would he? When you know you got a bad back. Because he was scared. Did you see the blitz? <laughs> he was, it was, yeah, a, he was it, terrified. It was a safety blitz. <laughs> he was terrified. He kind of fainted when he got like Is that little. Uh, yeah. One of those. Yeah, uh, he gave a little neck jerk. <laughs> Tony Romo should not have been in that game. All jokes aside, right. he should not have been in that game. I'm telling you why. Because Brandon Whedon was not playing bad. Brandon Whedon came out and put up 10 points on uh, the uh, Washington Redskins. And what, what was no I, – I didn't see anything different that he wasn't going to do the same thing in overtime, put some points on the board or move that offense. Tony Romo is the future of that team. Brandon Whedon is very serviceable. Uh, call him Benjamin Buttons when he came to Cleveland. He got drafted <laughs> out of Oklahoma State at 28 years old. Right. Only position you really could do that. They should right. not put Tony Romo back into the football game and get hurt. I would just, but you know who it was? It was it was Jerry Jones telling Jason Garrett, Tony Romo can go back in. So what, you, Jason Garrett, what you gonna say? No, no, he's good. We okay. 
And then the outcome is not to what Jerry Jones liking, which is end up not being to his liking. And you're losing, you probably lose your quarterback. You you looked at the Washington Redskins and and um, I can't think of the um, he's on top of my mind. They're a defensive coordinator who blitz all the time. Mm-hmm. Now you got the Arizona Cardinals, who's the worst pass uh, protected defense. They're uh, they put up Cardinals put up 23 points. If they put up 23 points, that's just mid level of what the NFL. What the NFL is, they averaging 329 points. That's that's not even good. You should get that. That's not that's not good. That's like twenty fifth in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They fifteenth. They in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. They don't. They make an effort to run a ball, but they like twenty eighth in rushing with Ellington. But he makes they make a great effort, so it opens up a lot of things with Michael Floyd, John Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, who whom else, and yeah. Ellington out the backfield. Yeah. But you going you the Dallas Cowboys and you going against this team and your perception is we can pass the ball on them because they rank. 30th or 31st in the passing. Yeah. And they got all these injuries. But Todd Bowles is going to blitz this guy. They're going to get the same. Tony Romo said, that's the most blitz we ever seen. How is that the most blitz? It might be the most blitz we ever seen, but how you didn't recognize those blitz? (laughs) How you do not recognize these blitz? And you, Tony Romo, you've been playing for what, 10 years now? Yeah. You got to recognize this stuff. Who's an offensive coordinator who didn't make the adjustment to protect my quarterback with this great offensive line? This great offensive line you talk about is a great rushing offensive line. Pass protection, Tony Romo is always rolling out or scrambling. Mm-hmm. He rarely sits in that pocket. And when he does, it's a quick route. So I'm not buying this great offensive line. They're you a great, great offensive line. As I mean, far as even, rushing. Even during passing. And Romo had games with three-plus touchdowns. Yeah, That's he can throw season. the ball. He can roll out and throw. Terrence Williams is catching deep balls. He got two great receivers, and Terrence Williams and uh, Mr. Des Bryant. How did Des Bryant only have 30 yards ever? That should never happen in the history of ever. Because he was running a lot of deep routes on Sunday. Or what was that, Monday night? Well, if he's running a lot of deep routes, that only you can only do that when you're running the ball well. Right. They wasn't running the ball in this game. You're running deep routes with no pressure, with no time. So even it, with Arizona's blitzing defense. Right. Let them run deep routes again. <laughs> Jason Witten, he's going to tear up that seam. He's gonna, the he's, Cardinals he's have problems with tight ends. Yeah. They have problems with tight ends. That, that'll be their adjustment because I'm, I'm nervous about what um, – what's my man named? Johnson. The, I'm, one, I'm, I'm nervous about Johnson and Matthew because you got to keep attention on Terrence Williams and – uh, Des Bryant, you got to keep double coverage on Des Bryant because I think one on one he could tear up any Cardinals defensive back any day of the week. Honestly, I mean Patrick Peterson, he can run with him. He gonna kill but Patrick the way he, <laughs> Patrick the way Peterson Patrick Peterson looking like, yeah, he, he, I mean Patrick Peterson say he got his confidence back. He said maybe just knocked some sense into him. Um, he, you, you say maybe it did, or he said it. He did. said maybe knock some sense. Maybe it will, because maybe if you stop looking at all pro cornerback, if you stop looking at the quarterback coming out your break, maybe you will be Patrick Peterson that everybody think you are, right. and that's just our perception. But it's who you want to be. It's, you can't come out your break looking at the quarterback. You know, Deion, there's only been one Deion. There's only well, Deion Sanders took his pattern off of somebody, but he that great skill set, that God gifted talent, or that gifted ability he has. You're not Dion. There's no there's no Dion in the lead right now. But there are some great corners in the lead. Right. The Arizona Cardinals are coming in and they're gonna blitz. And they're gonna disguise blitz. They might zone blitz because they gotta cause you think the office coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys is not going to 
is not going to be prepared for what the Arizona Cardinals do best, and that's blitz. The Arizona Cardinals have been having major injuries before the season even started, and some of those injuries come off idiocy of the of a Daryl Washington getting suspended for some nonsense, right? Or a um, Donnell Dockett going down in preseason over a knee injury, mm-hmm. or Abraham. Don't know what he wanted to do. Didn't know what he wanted to do, but he ended up getting retired. Mm-hmm. You got a makeshift defense, and all those guys do is believe in themselves. So they show up and they six and one. And I know you you are uh, Indianapolis Colts fan. I know you're a Colts fan, rightfully so. You just got here this year. You ain't been here for a year yet. But they gonna make you believe. I believe in the no, Cardinals. I didn't say I didn't believe in them. You, you know that. why? I'm you know what's right my now, number one reason why I believe in them? Every week, week in, week out, is because the head coach, Bruce Arians, and what he did with Indianapolis Oh, Colts. my. Because he was in Indianapolis? Indianapolis had a terrible team. They was the worst team in football. And when they Pagano, just had a number one. When Pagano went down? No. When Pagano got there and he had uh, leukemia. Right. And he fought that. During that time, you know, Bruce Arians came mm-hmm. in became the interim head coach. Because he, he was already the offense coordinator. He became the interim head coach. That was the same year they drafted Andrew Luck. The year before right. that, they had Jim Caldwell. Team was terrible. They had Painter. The whole Painter team. was the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Painter was the quarterback. The whole team was discombobulated. Now they bought that same defense back, and that defense is playing lights out. Led to help these guys get to the playoffs. He put some of that extra confidence into Andrew Luck. Remember how many game winning drives the Colts came down to? It was every game was Andrew close. Luck put him in that situation. I had Andrew to Luck put him in that situation. He, he threw five Aaron's. interceptions and. and he, he no. This did you see year, that, that, that? Yeah, that team. Uh, Andrew Luck's rookie year. That team was discombobulated. That team was bad. Bad football teams. They made a lot of uh, free agency moves. They were, they brought in Landry, but then he was hurt for the whole season. They brought in traded for Vontae Davis. They they were just discombobulated. But it, Bruce Arians kept them on track, and that's the same thing he's doing with this Arizona Cardinals team. I you got injuries, suspensions. Uh, He's just keeping these guys right on track, especially that defense. And he starts make sure that defense is on point. And that's what I love about Arizona Cardinals. I believe in that defense. You're not going to run the ball against them. Even with the Dallas Cowboys, DeMarco Murray, it's going to be hard to run against them. DeMarco against will get 100 yards. Oh, yeah, he's going to get 100 yards because he's going to get it 25 plus carries. And they go lose. Yeah. Because then once, once but, you get a tight fit game, go you got to go to throwing the football because DeMarco Murray's going to get smacked a lot. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to throw the football. Well, they and that's to... when you hope that a Patrick Peterson that you see on paper shows up. That's when you hope a uh, Camardi in the red zone shows up in the middle of the field. The Cardinals have a tough schedule after this game, too. They they got yeah, uh, yeah. they, they oh, at yeah. Dallas. Then they at St. Louis. I'm saying no, at. They're, they're I'm home saying, at St. Louis. I'm saying they're at. home against St. Louis. Oh, are they? Yeah. November 9th? But St. Louis, that's like that. Uh, oh, what, no, no, St. Louis what, here. What do you St. call Louis that? Here. Yeah, what do you call And I'm saying here? at, not at. Okay. E.T., not A.T. Oh, um, Okay, they got St. Louis coming here. Detroit's coming here. Then they go to Seattle and Atlanta. Oof. Well, you can win that. And Kansas City coming here. I'm, I'm about to, I might be at a couple games this year. I, you know what? I'm, I'm pissed with the uh, <laughs> with the season, with the ticket, how the ticket thing is distributed. Mm-hmm. But their last three games... Arizona Cardinals at St. Louis, Seattle coming here, and then Arizona and San Fran. This those those last games, those last man, they got a tough schedule. Their last six games, Detroit is here, so they should be able to pull that one off. Man, their last six games are gonna be crucial. St. They six Louis. and one. I see mm-hmm. them uh I see them eleven and five. 
St. Louis is the biggest trap game in the NFL. I don't think You know so. how college they football has their play. trap game? Yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis is a trap game. I exactly. Hope. But you look at them on paper, you're like, nah. Who do they have? Who who stands out? But then you watch them play on film. You watch them play. You play against them. That's kind of like. You start making some funny mistakes like Russell Wilson did when they played against them. Russell you just do odd things. Speaking of him, and I ain't, we didn't get That's to him. We, we, we got to get out of here. He's divorcing his wife uh, after oh two years of marriage because he about to get a big contract. That's the only thing I saw. Yeah, he about to get a bigger <laughs> contract because he married her yeah. two years ago. They was they was yeah, I high that. school yeah. or college room. I don't know. We we'll talk a little bit more. Though. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that's even a real conversation to really have. Same thing happened with D Wade, man. Yeah, got yeah. More money, more problems. Fame and fortune. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you, Russell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't blame him. <laughs> no. Kwame Lash of the Sports Talk. Demi Lachey in the studio. King Fit Production. He said he's doing more things than this. We shall see. You need to get the cameras ready for when the Fit Moms come in with Shannon oh, yeah, and no Fit. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh-huh. No doubt. Uh, we're gonna get out of here. We will come <laughs> back tomorrow. We talk. Finish up the weekend. We talk to you guys later. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>